Hi, hello, good morning, and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies, and merchandise. My name is Sinead. My name is Kate. Hi, how's it going? I'm pretty good, Kate. How are you? I'm doing just fine. It's our second episode we've recorded today. It is, yeah. We're getting getting way ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Shut up. I say that, but they're both going to go out this week, so here we are. So if you haven't seen it already, there should be a mini waffle up where we cover everything about the 2019 DLP Halloween soiree that we attended. And the we go very in-depth. About a lot of stuff. About a lot of stuff. Particularly about Mr. Oogie Boogie and the... Conundrum. Conundrum. It's the only, yeah, it's a good way of phrasing it. But yeah, how's your week been since we've been back? It's been fine. Yeah. Just been catching up on sleep. Yeah. I was tired. It really does take it out of you. Like far more than... Even though we were just there and that took it out of me, it it still always surprises me just how tired you can be after DLP. Whenever I come back from Disney, everyone's like, oh, did you have a good holiday? Nice and relaxing. I was like, no, it wasn't it's relaxing. It's not a holiday. I was, yeah, I was like, it's not a holiday. <laughs> I was like, I'm busy. I've got stuff to do. I'm so busy. <laughs> well, yeah, that was, as my yawn states, I'm still tired. <laughs> Very nice. My week started off great purely because... Shop Disney decided to restock the Phantom Manor book. So finally. Woo. Fine. Not that I've got my paws on it yet. What? But it's ordered. The order. No, okay. Don't do that. Shop Disney have messed up enough orders on me that I don't need that kind of negativity. Um, but yeah, I finally was able to purchase the Phantom Manor book and it is on its way to me. And I have just, the pa- if the past week and a half has shown me nothing, it's shown me that Disney can release anything to do with Phantom Manor and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll buy it. Oh yeah. <laughs> she's like oh jumper yeah that's my oh pin yeah that's my oh book oh yeah I'll tap that <laughs> Pandora charm oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just add it on lads add it on <laughs> so as and when this comes out I don't know whether Shop Disney have them in stock still or not I don't know they didn't sell out stupid quick this week so hopefully they'll have hung on for a little while because the Disneyland Paris ones lasted a good few days yeah the last time they restocked them so hopefully they actually have got a decent amount of decent amount of them this time but it'll come in real handy when we eventually finally get back to doing rides one day guys one day um one day i'll have my phantom manor book and we'll be able to i'm thinking pretty soon in the future we've run out we run out of trips now for a little while so i think we're i think i think we're gonna jump back on pretty soon yeah and speaking of trips this is gonna be our halloween trip trip report correct yes so we'll tell you all about how the general trip was again as mentioned we've done a separate show about the soiree so if you're interested in that, that, go listen to that. Because we won't really be talking about it on this one. No. Or at least we'll try not to, but... <laughs> Do we Lord have knows. much control? No. Lord knows. <laughs> so I officially have no Disney trips booked in. I have nothing booked. That's good for you. When are you going, Kate? In two weeks' time. <laughs> As of this episode going out, one week's time. <laughs> but it's going to be a much different trip. Yes. It's just, it's just going to be an anniversary trip and everything's going to be very chill. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be... Like, I don't even think we're going to be get, getting up for, like, extra magic time. Maybe one day. Maybe yeah. not at all. Like, it's not a big thing at all. We're yeah. literally... The things on my list are the Christmas things. So, Mickey's Big Band. The Surprise Mickey Show. um, The parade. The parade. And there was something else that I can't remember. But, like, that was it. And I was like, after that, don't really care what we do. Fair. In and out. Flit in and out. Maybe, like, one right here, one right there. And then, duds out, whatever. I mean... We, we've been there a lot recently, so... Yeah. I th- it'll I, be fine. Yeah. I, th- I think you'd be good. But it'll be, a, it'll be like a chill trip. Yeah. Which would be nice. A nice, a nice different kind of trip. Yeah. Which would be good. 
But yeah, so before we get into talking about our trip and all that kind of stuff, I suppose we should actually do some news. First with the news. Yes. Remember that time that we talked about that thing that was going into the Disney store? And it was called D350. Oh yeah. And everyone was like, ooh, wow. I finally got to go down to it. Excellent. So it opened in Grafton Street when we were in Disney. Yes. On our just our last trip. And some of my cast member friends put up photos of it. And from initial look, I was like, oh, cool. They put Lino on the floor and painted the walls. And I went down and guess what? They put Lino on the floor and they just painted the walls. Oh, dear. Um, They've moved around fixtures, so it is a bit more roomy down there now. Okay. So they've moved the massive table off to the right and they've taken out fixtures and there is definitely more room down there. Okay. But, like, it's nothing exciting. Okay. It's, you go in and there's a whole section of black series there's a whole section of Funko Pops there's a whole section of t-shirts now the t-shirts are quite cool and they're nice designs and then there's a whole section of like collectibles and a whole section of Lego and then that's it is that is sorry I'm just gonna get real like technical okay here unless you really know the Disney store layout you won't give a flying crap about this so if you go down to the basement path Hulk is it on the left there? Is that where the Black Series stuff yeah, is? Yeah, so your first fixture one is Black Series to the left. Okay. Then your black walls. The ones back where the lift is. Yeah. yeah. So your two black walls, the left and the right. Okay. They're all Funko Pops. Okay. And then the back bespoke is okay. Funko Pops. The front bespoke are um, collectible like toys. So it's an Ant-Man mask and a Black Panther mask. Oh, you can actually put on. yes, I've seen those. And the big black, uh, the big um, gauntlet okay. you can put on your hand. They have them all like to play with and you're free to put them on and take pictures with them. How much are they? Mm, I think the gauntlet's a hundred and something and the Jeez, Disney's getting brave, aren't they? masks are a hundred and something as well. That gauntlet's been there since I worked there. Oh. It's just the first so time. they're not selling it anyway. It's just the first time that they've taken it out of the packet to show people, to show, show people, to show people. They were really popular in like non-Disney stores. So like, yeah. Forbidden Planet and Dublin City Comics and all that sort of place. They were really popular in those stores oh, when it's gonna break that. Endgame came out. Yeah. And everyone, oh, when Infinity War and Endgame came out, they were all very excited for that, for the gauntlet. But like, no one ever came looking for it in the Disney store and it was like 160 quid and like, it was ridiculous. So now they have those out and you can play with them. Okay. Then if you move past the cast member door, which now just says is painted grey and it just says, no entry, cast members only. I used to love the yeah. sign on that door. Yeah. So no, it's just painted grey and it just says, no entry, cast members only. Lame. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's a bit lame. Then if you go to the first fixture on the right... That fixture and the middle fixture are all t-shirts and yes. jumpers. Actually, all three of those ones on the right, that they're okay. all just apparel okay. and hats and stuff. Then the table that used to be at the front as soon With as you the canisters. Down, yeah, that's moved over there now. Oh, okay. So where the fixture used to be there, the two-way, that's gone. And the table's over there. It actually works out pretty well. Okay, cool. It really opens up the space as you yeah. go down. Is the cabinet still there? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so the cabinet actually has some nice um star wars collectibles in it at the moment i put them on the story and if they're not on the highlight i'll put them in the highlight but they're actually quite nice okay they're the regular sort of collectibles yeah. that they've always had and then that table is now a t-shirt table as cool. well then if you go on to the second two-way that's like random disney store stuff okay then the tiny little bit that's to the right of the cash and wrap and to the left of the backstage door yes that's just random Disney bits. Okay. The one thing on the pillar is random Disney bits. And then that final section that used to be cars a lot, that's Lego. Oh, okay, cool. But it's all like 
expensive Lego. Well, I suppose it makes sense so to have it's near like, the So it's like the massive Millennium Falcon that's 800 euro. They have that. Yikes. They have the other two Millennium Falcons that are like 600 and then like 400. They've got those. And then they've just got a lot of big sets. They've not really got any like small sets. Yeah. Like nothing down the basement is for children. Apart from maybe like Funko Pops. Yeah. But like there's no children's clothes. There's no toys. The Funkos that are down there, are they just Star like, Wars and Marvel? Okay. Is there that many Star Wars and Marvel Funkos that there it fills four so walls? There are so many random characters I've never seen in my life. There's, n- I'm sorry. So it's Funko and then Loungefly as well. There's there. no way they're going to be able to keep four walls filled, filled with, with just Funko Marvel Pops. and Star Wars Funkos. I know. I don't think they're going to keep the entire floor stocked. Like for Christmas? Because that was the whole thing. That was the whole issue with the basement was keeping it full. Yeah. And that was when we had cars and you could just fuck cars everywhere. Yeah. Well, now there's just like, like every block is a specific thing. I think they're going to struggle most with those t-shirts because the t-shirts are really fairly priced. They're only 18 euro. That's not bad. The majority of them I checked and check all. Are they nice quality? Yeah. They're actually pretty nice t-shirts. Okay. Um, And they're only 18 euro. And I was like, they'll fly out of Christmas. And that's all that that wall is, is t-shirts. And I work for everybody. And I get the idea that they definitely can't put certain products in certain areas. Yeah. So I don't know what they're going to do when they start running out of products that can only live in one area and they're not allowed to put other products in that area yeah. for reasons. I just don't really know what's going to happen. Like, I don't give a shit. But like, because I don't work there. No, but, but it is just, it's interesting to see. Yeah. Hmm. So that's that. Curious. Yes, that's D350. I, we obviously haven't been to the one on Oxford Street. No. But from what I can tell, the one on Oxford Street's a lot smaller because it yeah. hasn't got a whole floor devoted to it. Yeah. But yeah, also, big news if you ever work down in the basement, the soundtrack has changed and it's all just soundtracks from Marvel movies and Star Wars movies. Aww. And it's three hours long. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. But it's got like Fleetwood Mac on it and it's got oh, those okay. stuff. It's like great. It's like a... The, all the, like the good songs got cantina music on it fab stuff interesting and then quickly speaking of Disney Store they I went in today again and they've already started their Christmas music which is wrong weird because yeah because like if you, if you were a Disney Store cast member it starts on the 18th of November and why does it start on the 18th of November Kate? because it's Mickey Mouse's birthday that's the day that the phone goes from hi hello good morning to season's greetings thank you for calling the Disney Store on Gotham Street this is Kate speaking how can I help you today <laughs> It's so I turned I did that the other day to Breffney and he was like, Your cast member voice is terrifying because <laughs> it just sounds nothing like me. <laughs> yeah, it's like very like when I pick up the phone, I'm like, Hi, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, strange. Yeah, all very strange. I'm excited to see I might try and bop down during Christmas. Mm. As in like bop down, bop out. Yeah. Because Lord knows nobody wants to be in the Disney store during Christmas. No. So I might scoot in and be like, so how you guys coping? Well, by that stage, it'll be all frozen. So nobody will care about the basement anyways. Uh, well, Star Wars comes out in December. I know. But Star Wars, I would be shocked if they didn't put Star Wars on ground floor again. See, that's the other thing. Oh, just to add on to that. So the Star Wars toys aren't in the basement. The Star Wars toys are up on first floor. Yeah. So like the toys and stuff can probably come down to ground floor. But like all those collectibles and stuff are going to have to, like the Black Series and the Funko Pops, they're all going to have to stay in the basement because they definitely don't have enough stock to put them in the basement and on ground floor. Yeah. Madness. Oh my God, what a conundrum. Madness. What a conundrum I don't need to worry about. <laughs> but on the subject of Marvel. Yes. So, as of the day we're recording, which is the 5th of November, you can finally start booking Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel. Ba-ba-ba. I can't remember the exact date you can book from. I, I want to say it's the 24th of July. Sure. That sounds familiar in my brain. <laughs> but either way, you can bu- start booking for the latter half of 2020. 
And much as we all expected, she's expensive. Wow. She's very expensive. So I went on and I priced this morning a package which was I didn't ring them to find out Infinity Pass holder things oh, let's I was, not do that I was them. not in the mood to be ringing France no so I just looked it up so for two adults if you wanted to stay three nights midweek during September so like one of the more quieter periods it'll set you back a cool 1,752 euro and 28 cent wow that includes tickets that includes tickets and then if you were a family and you wanted to go at the end of July, start of August, so we priced it for a weekend, so a Friday, a Saturday and a Sunday, the last day of July, first couple of days of August. So for two adults, two children, and it includes a half board meal plan, that'll set you back €2,096.48. Wow. It's expensive. It looks on average that it's anywhere between two to 300 euro more than Newport Bay right yeah just for just to put that into context. context but yeah it is still cheaper than the Disneyland Hotel for those exact same dates that we just said it'll set you back an extra 250 euro to stay in the Disneyland Hotel but as we will get on to shortly that might not be an option for a little while but yeah a lot of people I'm sure are very eager and I'd say a lot of Disney influencers have booked themselves in for the first night that you can stay but yeah, interesting. Yeah, I suppose you better just talk about the Disneyland Hotel now while we're talking mm. about hotels. Um, it was, I want to say released, but also just sort of like found out that the Disneyland Hotel isn't going to be taking any more reservations after the 2nd of January 2021. Yeah. No one's confirmed this. It was no, just something it's just the was way noticed. You can just notice it on the website that it's like, Argh. yeah. So interesting. Yeah, because I think that. That was planned to be the next hotel that was getting refurbed after Marvel. So, I mean, Sequoia Lodge is going to be a while away. But it's fine. I wonder, is that because they're like, Sequoia Lodge is actually fine. It yeah. can just sort of stay as it is. I mean, Pete Werner from the Diz said that he would quite happily stay in Sequoia Lodge. So... But he fucking hated Newport Bay. So what? He was like, that place was disgusting. We, we, felt, we, we, we felt so validated. We were like, oh, Pete's got the same opinion as us. That's <laughs> The thing that I saw a lot of people talk about, so 2021 is the Disneyland Paris 30th anniversary. So is it a case that it's not, you can't book it after this because they're holding off on that for now? Or is it that it's going to be refurbed? Because it seems a little bit stupid to not hang out, hang off and let people pay stupid amounts of money to stay in the Disneyland Hotel before the 30th anniversary. Like think if it's under refurb during the 30th though, but like that's not pretty. Mm. like in relation to like even if they don't do anything to the outside which they should do if it's being refurbed yeah. but even if they don't like that means people can't go into the Disneyland Hotel it means people can't walk around it like it doesn't there'll be construction stuff like around you'll yeah. smell like construction yeah. going on like it's not a great thing to have in conjunction no. with the 30th where you're going to have like at least like a double influx of like guests that's thing so like I wonder because as I said we haven't had anything confirmed we don't know if it is this definitely a speculation. Refurb. This is all just what the internet's saying. So, I wonder if it is they're just holding off on the Disneyland Hotel for now. Because just, like, think of the thousands alone that people will pay to get Castle Club. 
Oh, for the for twi- for the thirtieth anniversary. Thirtieth anniversary, yeah. like mental. Yeah, your little zoop zoop down into the park. Like, come on, happy days. Stop. Use it. your little golden elevator. Why the fuck wouldn't you? <laughs> so it it would it would be a very stupid decision, I think, for it not to be open during the thirtieth anniversary. I think that they should have but it's DLP. So who knows? Yeah, like ideally, like you would want to hold off on all refurbs. You'd want full capacity. You'd like. want all your hotels open because you'd want to make as much money as possible. Yeah, and like people will stay in like what you view as like the worst hotel they'll still stay in it if it means they get to come on the 30th exactly so map we're gonna have to go back for the 30th it's a while away 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 <laughs> <laughs> maybe by that stage we can stay in the art of marvel hotel maybe because that'll be a little bit after it's because the prices will like prices will go down yeah. somewhat and hopefully we'll be earning more then oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah <laughs> Anyways, so we had an announcement come out earlier this week, which states that the Walt Disney Studios expansion construction is scheduled to start at the end of this year. The permit to develop the land has been granted, revealing a 2022 estimated operational opening for the lake. The lake's going to take six months to fill. Six months. Think how much water that is. What is it? 32,000 meters cubed? Yeah. That's crazy. That is so much water. It's ridiculous. There's also seemingly there's no plans for there to be a guest boat. Like so guests won't be able to get the boat a boat across the lake. That's fine. That just means the boat's gonna be in Fantasmic and Fantasmic is gonna come to Heck yeah. The <laughs> permit also lists a few fun details, as stated on Twitter. A cleanup boat will patrol the lake after every show. So So firework debris, you say? Yeah, I really, I hope. Fantasmic. I hope we get Fantasmic. Oh, bring me Fantasmic. I've never seen Fantasmic. Give it to me. Oh, Fantasmic's so great. Bring it to Paris. So I wonder when we'll, I mean, if the, uh, if the lake is going to be operational from 2022, do we think they'll start Fantasmic in 2022 or will they wait for the lands? Oh, so the, only the lake's finished in 2022? Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to open the whole thing until everything's done. Do you I think mean, they'll just open the lake but nothing else? I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> it's it I think it all depends on how it's done. Yeah. Like if they can safely like have people view the lake. Oh yeah. And not be like in the middle of construction because even Disneyland Paris has its like limits. Yeah. Then sure, maybe. I mean, it, I'd quite happily watch Fantasmic even if there were just construction walls around the rest of the lake. Yeah. But, so feck it. Sure, we'll see. Anyways, we'll find out in twenty twenty two. Yeah, we'll still we'll still be we'll still be looking at DLP in twenty twenty two. Hey. Then continuing on with DLP, the Christmas decorations have started to go up. They have. The train Woo! station was empty for a day. Now I have to say, I think the DLP are really starting to get it because before you would have seen DLP taking literally like a week yeah. to take down Halloween decorations, and then like waiting another week, and then slowly putting up Christmas decorations. But they've done this turnaround in like two days. Yeah. No, I know not all the Christmas decorations are up. No. But they're definitely, I think they're really starting to understand how this works. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, we need to like actually be on it. So yeah, I'm very intrigued. So the Christmas yeah. tree's gone up. There's still borders around it. So it's not like all out there yet, but it's pretty. Yeah. And there's like candy canes everywhere. And there is still hints of Halloween here and there, but Christmas is truly arrived, ladies and gentlemen. And then speaking of other cold things, <laughs> they're in the studio two in Walt Disney Studios. They have put in the Frozen 2 preview. Yes. Uh, so the Mephson one's now gone. They popped in Frozen 2. 
a lot of people were like, oh my God, just another preview. But I'm like, what more do you want in there? I was like, also they themed the thing. Yeah, like it's really cute. Like they're really trying. Like the sides are all like frozen themed and it makes it look, look like you're in like a little log cabin. I'm like, what What else can you want from? Like clearly they're not pumping any money into studios. Other than Avengers Campus and stuff at the minute. Yeah, but like at the moment it's yeah. like, look, we're clearly trying stuff. There's no point in setting up like a whole yeah. new show for this. Like we'll just keep it as previews. And- there is. There is going to be a show in there. Yeah, exactly. During yeah. Christmas. But like, what would you rather, like, would you rather have something open that you can go and watch if you want to? Yeah. Or would you rather it just be left vacant and there not be an additional thing? Like, yeah. people have, people have little to be worried about. They do. Uh, so yeah, they're the two like Christmassy things that yeah. have started in DLP. If you are going to be, if you want to go see the Frozen thing, there are... No, I don't know the times off the top of my head, but there are times in both French and English. Oh, yes, yes, but yes. I'm, I assume that's up outside. So it if is, you are going to be there... It's on the big board. Yeah. If you're going to be there, check it out. Um, We've had some new artwork for the annual pass event, which is happening on the 12th of December. It says, Disneyland Paris celebrations, a voyage back in time. And you know what? The actual like look of it is adorable. Oh yeah, it's real like it's really steampunky. Cute. They love their steampunk at Disneyland Paris. The thing I really enjoy is that so you've got the castle and it's all kind of steampunk and stuff, and then coming out of the left of the castle, you've got butterflies for swing into spring. Yeah. Then you have kind of like leaves and stuff like that for the Jungle Book season. You've got bats for Halloween, and then you have snow for Christmas. Uh-huh. And I think it's just really, really freaking cute. Um, I don't know if this is selling so well because they're really like hammering home that they want people to book this. I think it's a good idea in principle, but I think that it's probably the wrong thing to aim at annual pass holders because of yeah. all the people that have, will have already seen all four of these seasons, yeah. it's annual pass holders because they're like, yeah, I'll go one day during Easter. Yeah, and I'll go one day during Halloween because they live down the road or they live yeah. and just an hour's train journey away. Like, I think it's a very interesting concept and I like the idea, but I don't know if it's like the best thing to aim at annual pass holders. Yeah. I'm intrigued to see what it looks like. So it's for Magic Plus and Infinity Pass holders. You can bring up to two people with you. 45 euro per person, starts at half eight and finishes at half one. So I'm, as I said, I'm really intrigued to see what this looks like. And I hope they do more things like this, but I guess we'll see. Indeed. And then our final-ish piece of news is we're moving over stateside. Oh yeah. Because we haven't really done that at all. No, there's not been much stateside. It's, it's been very DLP. <laughs> Guys, very DLP, who knew? So we're just going to give a quick little uh, look at the merchandise for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which was released today, actually, Tuesday. So to start with, one of the most exciting things, obviously, is there's a brand new spirit jersey for the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. It's pretty damn cute, I think. Sinead's not the biggest fan, but I love it. But mostly probably because like it's my aesthetic. It's loud, it's colourful, and it's just mental. <laughs> There's just, there's too many little bits on the it's back of it. It's got a bauble and it's got a Christmas and it's got a Christmas. It's got a bauble and it's got gingerbread and it's got a Christmas tree and it's got candy canes, it's got mitten. It's so cute. Do you know why I think I don't like it? Because like the Sanderson sister one that we have has a lot of bits on the back of it. But the writing is still massive. Uh-huh. I think the writing is too small on it. I think it's because it's Mickey's very merry Christmas party. Yeah. <laughs> like I wish it was, I wish it was spread more across the yeah, shoulders. Yeah, I think it's a problem. I think it's a quite a big title to try yeah. and fit into one thing. Oh, big time. And then the front, so the top half is white and the bottom half is red, and then the front has like three fake like buttons going down the middle almost like a snowman, and then it's got Mickey Mouse on the front on the front of it. It says I think it says Magic Kingdom, which doesn't make any sense. Why? 
we just say Magic Kingdom 2019. I actually think it does. I think that's what it says. Yeah. I think our Sanderson sister won't say. Oh, does it? Magic Kingdom 2019. Yes. And then there's also like this really nice red Christmas. What am I going? What? What? Red Christmas. (laughs) There's this really nice red t-shirt where Mickey's hanging baubles on the Christmas tree. Lovely. And there's also a very nice raglan, which is grey down the middle and it's got red arms, which is awfully nice. So guests who will attend this year's Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party in Magic Kingdom Park will discover festive decor, holiday-themed food, and beverage items and new magical entertainment. In addition to all the very merry fun, guests can also purchase new party-inspired merchandise. There's also a magic band, a bauble, and a mug for hot cocoa. And the, bo- the Christmas ornament is also dated. Beautiful. Then there's also dated limited edition pins, which will be available featuring Mickey, Minnie, and other holiday friends. Keep an eye out for this year's festive limited release party pin featuring Mickey Mouse. And there will also be mystery holiday cookie inspired collection set. Favourite characters like Donald, Cheshire Cat, Simba and more can be found throughout the party in blind boxes. So collect them all. There's also a cute little pass holder t-shirt that's got Goofy and Chip and Dale are throwing snowballs at him. And it says pass holder and the O is in a little bauble. And there's also a limited edition pass holder pin as well. Fab. Yeah, I'm excited. Like I'm not getting any of it. But I, I'm excited. I really do like the spirit jersey, to be fair. But yeah, that's it. Fab. One last piece of news um, that I think we would be... Not great Disneyland Paris podcasters if we didn't mention it. Especially because what it's about, we mention every single week. Yeah. So if you guys... And you'll notice we haven't really mentioned them this week. Yeah. <laughs> so if you guys listen to us at all or anything like that, we always mention ED92. Um, particularly their Twitter account because I feel anyways that's where you get a lot more or because I have notifications and stuff set up I feel like you get a lot more kind of real time content so we were in Disneyland Paris on Friday Uh, myself and Ellen were chilling in the studios building you were off doing Terror of Terror and we started getting notifications coming through that something was changing and ed 92 and this kind of stuff and then within the space of five minutes it the ED92 Twitter had completely rebranded itself and it's now called DLP Report. And initially I had just thought, oh, ED92's changed the name or whatever, stuff like that. Their Facebook and their Instagram and stuff like that hadn't changed, so I did find that a little odd. But we just kind of went about the day. And then as we found out further down the line, basically what has happened for anybody that doesn't know or is confused or anything like that, the team that used to run the DLP the ED92 Twitter account have kind of broke away from ED92 and have run DLP or are running DLP report. Mm -hmm. They are, they have taken over what was the ED92 Twitter account. So they've kind of retained all the ED92 followers. um, And I believe that the previous content that was all labeled ED92 has, I think they've said it's archived somewhere, but it's not live on that Twitter anymore. Uh Uh-huh. In the meantime, the ED92 team have set up another Twitter account, which is at ED92 Backup. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to get into a whole lot of the this and that and that kind of thing because there's very strong opinions on There's also a little sides. point in going into it. Like, exactly. Our main point is that we still get the content. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the only reason we're really mentioning it is because we do mention ED92 every single episode. So it would seem a little weird if we didn't. People have very strong opinions on either side and I completely get that and I completely support that, whatever. Our stance on it is we follow both. I have notifications set up for both. We will, the content on both is very similar. 
So if you are going to DLP and you want to kind of have real-time notifications of rare characters and stuff like that, what I would recommend is follow at ed92backup, follow at DLP report and set up notifications for both. They don't send out massive amounts of notifications. Your phone won't be overwhelmed, don't worry. But that would be the best way of you getting real-time information as to what is going on in the park. And then also just going forward, if we're taking information from ED92, we'll say it's ED92. But if we're taking information from DLP report, we'll say it's DLP report. Yeah. So that you guys like aren't confused as to what's happening. But we'll always use like the highest quality information that's available to us. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, none of like, we ain't, we ain't getting any of this information firsthand. So wherever no. we get it from, yeah. we always credit whoever it is. So just to kind of put that out there, if you weren't aware or anything like that. And if you don't give a shit, great, cool. Don't even have to worry about it. Exactly. <laughs> so I think that's pretty much everything. Except for one thing. You know what today is, Sinead? Today is Tuesday. You know what that means. <laughs> special guest Tuesday. And this week's special guest was Chicken Little and Abby Mallard. Yes, it was. And we didn't mention it last week because we didn't have an episode. But last week was Maleficent Donald. Woo-woo. I really wish we had Maleficent Donald more during the Halloween season. He's clearly just there. I mean, come on. He was at, he, we got to see him very briefly at the Halloween party. He we was did. in the parade. We did, yeah. Which I don't think we actually mentioned in the episode. But <gasps> Bonus yes. content. Yep, that's everything for the news. So, as we mentioned at the start of the episode, we are going to do what I would imagine could potentially be a fairly short, I say this, um, brief, brief, Trip report as to how our most recent trip DLP went. Again, I will just mention, we have done a whole separate episode about the Halloween soiree. So if that's what you were looking to find out about, you are at the wrong episode. I do hate to tell you, but do still listen to this one and then go listen to the other one. I mean, you're like halfway through. You might as well just stick to it. Exactly. So first things first, where we always start, the logistics. Da da da. So we flew with Aer Lingus, the flight was fine, the flight was on time, everything was G. Yeah. We landed, it was actually one of the easiest... We breezed breezed through through security. Everything was perfect. And that was even with the fact that our flight, we had quite a busy flight over, so we had left our bags. Yeah. And even getting bags, getting security. Oh, everything was boom, boom, boom. Oh, beautiful. It was great. The the cast member, no, the man at security was so nice. He was like hello how are you and I was like I'm good thank you he's like you come from Dublin I was like yes he was like oh welcome to Paris I was like oh my god what is happening (laughs) this it's mad how like sometimes security people are like so goddamn serious and then other times they're like you're clearly fine (laughs) they're like I'm scanning this because I have to but like you're crazy yes so that was fine and then we popped down to transfers and lo and behold there was a man there with your name yes we booked ready and waiting we booked through prestige hyphen transfers again it's their second time doing it and again i perfect. honestly couldn't re- rec- i couldn't recommend them more like perfect it, the service is phenomenal yeah their it, communication with you is utter trash oh it's awful that's terrible but, but like their service in person is fantastic yeah which seems to be an extremely common theme when anyone talks about this company yeah. it's that like the communication beforehand is so like i don't know what's happened but but like everyone's like yeah it's fine yeah so it was 20 euro each each way which you do have to pay in cash now that was just for three people for these particular dates i will put a link in the show notes for where you can go on and book them 
it was cheaper for us to do this than get the magical shuttle. It Which was also much quicker as crazy well. crazy because the magical shuttle takes ages. You might have to wait for one. You might not get on one. Particularly if you are flying with Aer Lingus because Terminal 1 is the first stop. You then get to Terminal 2 and I have been sat in Terminal 2 for, for at ages. least 25 minutes yeah. before. So if you are flying with Aer Lingus and you're going... If you're flying in general... Honestly, I would just 100% recommend Prestige yeah. hyphen transfers. They're fantastic. I'm also going to have a little look and see what it costs for two people to go because me and Ed have even decided that even if it's like a tiny bit more expensive than the bus. Oh, it's worth it. We're still going to use them because it's just so much easier. We got to watch Frozen. Yeah, we got... Oh, maybe we could watch Frozen again. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be the only movie they have. I mean, I'll take it. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm going to find that out. And if we do end up booking them, I'll let you guys know. Yeah. But like, even... If, we were even saying that like, even if it's like a 10 or more expensive than the worth bus... It. It's still so much worse. Because it. let me tell you, you get some really scary bus drivers on that magical shuttle. Yeah, and I just feel like the guys who run Prestige are like so professional and we've now had the same, we had the same driver coming home. Yes. And so I'm like, they're obviously like reliable and they have the same staff and everything was just lovely. Yeah, so, so easy. Cannot fault them in the slightest. So yeah, we got in the car. He drove us to- We got in the car. We got in the car. <laughs> and he drove us to Hotel Santa Fe. Which was surprisingly nice, I have to say. Yes. Now, it does have its issues with being a rethemed hotel that wasn't fully rethemed, but like that's yes. a, just a common DLP issue. Yes. So we got to Santa Fe around... What time did we get there? Like Sorry. half ten, eleven-ish? Yeah. I'm going to... Yeah. I can't... I couldn't pinpoint it, but like half ten, half, half ten, eleven-ish, yeah. We walked in and when me and Brefney stayed in Santa Fe last year, it was pretty busy when we got there. Uh-huh. Um, I think we probably waited 45 minutes, if not an hour, to check in. It was nothing compared to the queue that we encountered. If you go into Santa Fe, the like queue to check in like snakes back and forth a good few times. You can fit a good amount of people in there. The queue was back further than the Starbucks. It went all the way down to like the bathrooms. Like it was, the queue was obscene. So we kind of stood in it for like about five seconds and we were kind of along the lines of we can either wait in this horrific queue and check in or we can chuck our bags into baggage baggage, and feck off to the park. Because like we both had our annual passes and then my sister Ellen was getting the friends and family ticket. Mm-hmm. So we were going to buy that there anyway. It's not like we needed to queue to wait for our tickets. Yes. Now I understand for a lot of people they do have to. Absolutely. Because they have to get their tickets from when you check in because it's all on the one card. Yeah. Which I can, I see how that could have been annoying for a lot of people. Absolutely. But luckily as we did have like... Yeah, if you're an annual pass holder, leave your bags and check in later. Absolutely. Because it was just, I I literally, we we stood in for like five seconds and I was like, I actually can't do this. No. I was like, this is going to take ages. Yeah. And we were, we were knackered. So like we knew that we weren't going to be in the parks terrifically late. Yeah. I was like, we could come back like at six. I was like, it'll be fine. Which we did. We did. And there was five people ahead of us. Not even, even. I think there was like two families. I just yeah. think they were quite large families. So, and it took us like five seconds to check in. She was like, back. here's your pass. She was like, and she was like, there you go. We were like, ah, yeah. oh, fantastic. Then it wasn't, we were at one of the rooms to the back. Yeah. We were in building 46, just which for context. I think in fairness, when he, when I booked it, he was like, would you like a room closer to reception? Would you like a room closer to the walkway? And I said, I'd prefer a room close to the walkway. Now, we weren't extremely close to, like, the end of the walkway, but yeah. we were close enough. Like, it was better than being one of the buildings up beside the reception anyway. Absolutely. So, we were back there, and we were up one flight of stairs. Yeah. 
and it was fine. The room was really clean. Yeah. I have to say, like, these are getting into like the stupid things of like staying in a hotel, but like the water pressure in the shower was really good. It was. And it was really hot. Yeah. Like there was no issues with like water temperature or anything like that. Like the shower was really good and every day, so they had like the refillable squeegee thing on the wall for mm-hmm. shampoo, but like every day they also gave us a mini bottle of shampoo and conditioner. Yeah. Which were cars themed. I was like, this yeah. is adorable. They've started doing that, which I think is really <laughs> cute. Now, if the only reason we use them is as if any of you listen have a full fringe like myself I have a tendency if the rest of my hair doesn't need a wash I'll just wash my fringe Mm -hmm. so I think it was because I had used the most measly amount of shampoo out of the bottle that they just gave me a new one yeah so but it is cute that they've started theming those to match the resorts yeah it's a bit special it's a bit something um but then the room itself was actually it was pretty cute like it's very small but like all DLP hotel rooms are small if Mm. you're not in the Disneyland hotel yeah the it was really clean i really think the colors in the room were still really vibrant yeah like nothing looked run down or damp or no, like dark was, yeah and i like the touch of like the light looks like a traffic cone as yeah. the mirror stuff like and that and there was it's a big picture cute. of mater sleeping on the wall which i thought was really cute and the beds were so comfortable the beds were quite comfy weren't they yeah yeah that was good. i enjoyed that the only the only thing that i kind of missed from staying in santa fe and staying in sequoia lodge was in sequoia lodge the way the bathrooms are set up is you kind of you have like a sink area which is where you have like your hanging space and stuff like that and then you have a separate room which is your shower and your bathroom and your shower and your toilet i quite like that because i like having somewhere that i can kind of like sit with decent lighting and get ready and i didn't really have that in santa fe and that is purely just a high maintenance thing on my behalf and i'm fully aware of that but but it's a very important thing for some people like especially in like couples such as yourself or like someone likes a lot of time to get ready and stuff yeah that they don't want to be taken up the bathroom yeah because it meant that when me and Brett were getting ready so I would obviously get up before him but it meant that I didn't have to turn on the whole room lights to be able to get ready yeah that was something that when you got ready you had to turn on at least half of the room yeah which didn't really bother me like I still stay asleep but like <laughs> you're used to it <laughs> but like if we had been staying in Sequoia Lodge like yeah. I, you could have kept the room dark because I would have had to get up as early as you. Yeah. And then you could have just like bopped into the bathroom. But you know, that's what you get. Like Santa Fe was much, much, much cheaper than Sequoia yeah, Lodge for this certain time of year. So like it's very minute things. When you're saving like that much money, yeah. you can get over it. Yeah, exactly. And I know the lovely Mary um, or Belle Snow Arwen 98, I think is... I think I'm saying that right. Um, she messaged asking about Santa Fe because I think she's actually staying there during the Christmas period in December. Delightful. Um, Santa Fe is perfect. Like, it is totally fine. The rooms are really well themed. It doesn't smell. No? Would well, you remember in Cheyenne? It oh, smelled yeah. Cheyenne really smelled like Brasso. But like... Like, really strongly of Brasso. Santa Fe, like, didn't have any weird smell on no. it. One thing I do have to say, though, is that... Um, you obviously wouldn't encounter this issue because if you had mobility issues, you wouldn't be put in a room upstairs anyway. Yeah. But because the rooms are upstairs, the the housekeeping trolley permanently stays in the hallway. Oh, yes. Because it can't go up and down stairs, obviously. So they obviously just bring things up to it to refill it. Mm. So just to keep in mind, like it didn't really hinder us in any way. No. But like everyone, those people that's like, oh my God, I can't believe that stays in the hall then maybe that might be an issue. But like, if that's so, then maybe request a room on the bottom, like a bottom floor. Yeah. Because we walked past 
we walked past blocks where there was no housekeeping trolley in the halls. Yeah. So if that is, I don't know, if you've just got a thing about things, maybe request a ground floor rather than any other floor room. Yeah. Because they're really weirdly designed blocks. There's there's chairs now. There's stairs everywhere <laughs> yeah it can it can get a little confusing it can get a bit quite confusing you really have to like watch for the signs but yeah that was the other thing but like it was super clean i really didn't find any fault with it like no. the bed sheets were clean we didn't have any problems any of the cast members we encountered were were lovely encountered, encountered were absolutely lovely yeah the people in baggage were really nice they were fab the lady who checked us in was lovely she was, lovely. She was gas even the cast in starbucks were nice yeah like when she gave us our room keys she explained everything they do except Oh, and they're also your room keys. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got that. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, also walking to the parks, it takes maybe an additional five minutes. Yeah, that was really it. Now we were closer to the pathway, but even, oh sorry, but even at that, an extra like three minutes on top of yeah. that again. I'd say... It really wasn't that big of a deal. And that's even with the second pathway being closed. Yeah. I'd say 10, 15 minutes, depending on how fast you walk. Yeah. Um... To get you to, say, the gates at the Disneyland Hotel. Yeah. But it's really not too bad. We did also utilise the buses. Yeah, and I actually haven't used the buses since, like, my very first trip with my family. They've definitely revamped them recently. Because me and Brefney used the buses a couple times. And, like, the seats and stuff seem totally different. Oh, really? Yeah. That's good. So. We had no problem getting the buses as well. Like, we used the buses on days that, like, we were really knackered going to go back um, or just when like it felt convenient and also because I feel like we weren't in a big rush at any no, point in this trip. we were trip. going at odd times as well. So yes. it was more so when we, like we didn't get them, we got it one morning. We got them, we got it to the park the morning that we were checking out because we were already up by reception leaving our bags anyways and there was yeah. no one waiting for a bus and there was a bus right there. Yeah, like the bus had just arrived and there was no one waiting so we were like, Asher, we'll get on the bus. Yeah. But like... The day we arrived at like half ten, the queue to get the bus was crazy. It was insane. It was massive. And like at that, we'd be like, oh, there's absolutely no point. Yeah. But. So it's kind of up to you. If, if your feet are up to it, walk. Yeah. It's, it's actually really quite the, nice to walk. You yeah. walk through Sequoia Lodge. It's quite nice. It's kind of foresty. Area around you walk it. past like the lakey bit. It's lovely. The river. I don't know. Whatever it's that is. A very, plus it means that one thing to bear in mind is particularly if you're going at a busy time, if you walk, you go through the resort security up by Santa Fe and I would say Newport Bay but they can go around the other way now you go through security there if you get the bus you go through the security at the train station and the queues for that the first day we got there were crazy yeah like we didn't go through security there that day we went through the hotel security but if you were coming in I think if you're coming in in the morning it's fine because that morning that we got the bus we bopped right in it was fine they had all security tents open it was grand But if you're co- but if you're deciding that you really don't want to go to the park for extra magic time and you want to go in around 10 or 11, just walk. We'd highly suggest just walking cuz you skip the cuz it's not just There's you're not n- just encountering resort guests, you're encountering anybody that's staying in the offsite hotels, anybody who's just getting the train for the day, yeah. all that kind of stuff. It just and I found that there's never been like a proper queue at like the hotel security oh, no, bit. Never. Like the most you have to wait is like 10 seconds. Yeah. And even then that's rare. But yeah, was was quite happy with Santa Fe. Yeah, and I quite enjoyed that there was like a Starbucks in the mm. main building. Yeah. 
like I know it's not a big deal to get Starbucks like in the village but like having it in the main building was handy just in terms of like when we had to like wait when we were just like chilling the only thing I would say is that there isn't a lot of like areas to just sit down in Santa Fe yeah if you're like coming back and you're like waiting for your bus or waiting for your transfer there isn't like a lot of seating whereas in I did miss the bar area yeah in Sequoia Lodge like Sequoia Lodge and even Newport Bay do have like yeah a lot of like sofas and sitting areas that you can just like chill and wait and you don't have that in Santa Fe but again that's like a price thing that like they don't yeah. need to offer that kind of stuff but yeah that would be the only thing I'd say yeah I agree as we've kind of mentioned it already crowds were very high they were very high and to be honest I was anticipating them to be quite high so yeah. I wasn't like that disappointed when I realized how busy it was because we were just very lucky the last time we were there. It was so quiet. Yeah, but I feel like we tend to try and go on complete off peaks. Oh, yeah. But because we couldn't, like, avoid this with Halloween, like, to yeah. go on Halloween, we had to go to peak time. Like, there's yeah. no getting around it. So it is always a bit of a culture shock if you do have the luxury of being able to go at an off peak time to go when it's peak. And I remember you turning around one day and saying... I understand how people hate Disney sometimes when if this is the only time of year that you're able to go because it's awful. If your only experience of Disney is everything like when you open up the Magic Park app you have red rides you have orange rides and you have green rides. If you go to Disneyland Paris and the only time you ever go everything is amber or red I can totally understand why people can't stand Disneyland Paris. Yeah because you're like this is awful I can't get on anything I have to wait an hour and a half to get on something. Like Cues for food are mental. Yeah. My child's screaming. It's wet and cold. Why am I here? Like, I I 100%, I 100% understand why it would drive people to absolutely hate the place. Completely yeah. get it. Because it, it it is very mentally draining. Especially when the weather is bad as well. And yeah. you're cold. Like, there is nothing worse. And for whatever reason, the coldness in Paris, like, really gets into your bones. It's real bite. Yeah. yeah it really, like... It really, it really cold, yeah. So yeah, thank you, Sinead. So yeah, it was quite busy when we went. Yes. And I know that we'd only been there like a month before and I knew that I was coming two weeks after. Yeah. So I really didn't mind what we got done. No, me neither. So, and Ellen was also pretty chill to just like sort of roll with it, which really helps when it's busy. Again, like we can give tips and tricks, but they only kind of work if your idea is to like not get everything done. Because when it's busy, it's really hard to get a lot of things done. Yeah. But I think like one of our main massive tips is if you're staying on site, you 100% have to utilize extra magic time. As in, if you really want to get stuff done, you have to be in the park at eight. Yeah. When they open the main gates and be in the park ready to go. Yeah. We've said this before about characters, but we'll reiterate it because I still can't believe how people don't understand that it's a thing. But if you have characters that are going to be out for extra magic time, mm-hmm. you can go to their queue spot and you can queue before they come out. Yeah. So you can go over and queue. Like they won't be out till half eight. But if you're queuing from ten past eight, you've only wasted 20 minutes queuing for that character. Yeah. When nothing else is open anyway. Exactly. You can't go on rides. You can't do anything until then. So yeah. just use your 20 minutes. That's what we did on... Halloween so we got in and the key, it was mental getting in that day because the Phantom Manor key had been released and oh, there was a lot of crazy guys, collectors it was like a zombie apocalypse people, it was like the Hunger Games it was so scary I didn't I was like people are mental yeah so what we ended up doing was because we needed to get Ellen the friends and family ticket on your annual pass I went straight into the park because I was like may as well go in and see what it's like got into the park everyone was running to 
running to the entrance to Frontierland, everybody. And I was just like sauntering down Main Street, got to the Stitch photos, the photo spot. The photo pass photographer was already there. He was getting set up. There was nobody. There was absolutely nobody to the point that I felt daft getting in the queue. Right, yeah. So I kind of held off until you text to say that you were on the way in. And then I jumped into the queue. And even then, I was probably standing there for at least five minutes before anybody else joined the queue. Wow. Because everyone was kind of looking at me like, what is this strange girl doing? Yeah. Which is the thing. Like, you have to kind of just be prepared to be like, yes, you'll be the first one in line. But people will start realizing, they'll be like, oh, like people will start putting two and two together where they're like, oh, the photopass photographer is there. Oh, it's nearly half eight. Oh, I get it. Yeah. So if you're prepared to like look a tiny bit silly from like other people's point of view do it like it's because it saves you so much time yeah because we had done meeting stitching like by at like 8 32 yeah and then, and then we then boomed we were... and then we could boom on something else yeah we went straight on to i think big thunder after that Happy yeah days. oh yeah that was the thing because that day works in our advantage because by the time so you couldn't dip down the far left entrance to Frontierland before half eight mm-hmm. but then as soon as it got to half eight they opened that and so everyone was like congested up at the main entrance to Frontierland. So we just bopped in down the side. She wasn't Frontierland empty. There was honestly not a soul. There the was po- no one there. To the point that I was able to get a picture beside the two little pumpkins that are outside Thunder Mesa Mercantile. Not a soul in the background. Yeah, we Beautiful. walked. We walked in. We were like, "Are we supposed? Like, are we allowed to be yeah. here?" But like, cast members looked at us, and cast members didn't do a thing. We got walked through the queue of Big Thunder. Like, it was so exciting. I've never had that happen before. Yeah, we were on the second train. Yeah, it was great. So good. So so good. So yeah, honestly. If you want to be able to get stuff done you when it's busy, I get that a lot of people don't want to get up early because they're on holiday, stuff like that. If you want to be able to get stuff done, if you want to be able to make the most of the time that you do have, the park is always going to be quieter first thing in the morning. Always. Yeah. Because your main thing is that you don't have pe- people who aren't staying in the resorts can't get in. Like, obviously, if you have an infinity pass, you can get in. Yeah. But, like, that's not that many people. So, like, you're really limited to the physical, like, quantity of people that can actually get in. Yeah, exactly. I know people, like you said, don't like to get up early in the morning, but realistically, especially if you've got children, if you get up early in the morning when kids are buzzing anyway, get them up, get them in for eight o'clock, get through as much stuff as you can until you see it starts to get busy and then just start to slow down. Yeah. Like when everything else gets busy, if you slow down, you'll find it works a lot better. If it gets to a stage, especially if you've got kids, bring them back to the hotel. Yeah. Have a chill. Because if you want to do extra magic time and fireworks in the same day you you need need to to have a break in the middle yeah which is fine because you pick your peak time of the day which is like from like maybe one up until four ish take a chill come back into the park chill around like get a snack sit for the parade the parade comes by and then you just take it easy yeah the the park will somewhat quieten down during the evening not loads but enough that you'll be like yeah i can go on that right now or yeah i'll I'll wait 25 minutes for that one So that's a really strong point of advice I think we have is that when things start to get busy, don't panic. It's really important that you like just step back and just review everything. Like you don't always have to stay in the park for your entire trip. Yeah, exactly. And one thing that we kind of made a point of, because we, and it's something that you see a lot of people kind of post online, like everything's so busy. I'm just walking from pillar to post. I don't know what to do, stuff like that. Like, We were like that on the first day. Everything was just so busy that we were like, what the heck do we even do? So we were kind of like, either we can walk around waiting for wait times to magically go down or we can 
try and make as much use of fast passes as we can, which we did. Yeah. Or and we can just bite the bullet and just queue for something. So we did end up waiting. What was it? A forty-five minute wait for Pirates of the Caribbean. It said forty-five minutes, but I think it was half an hour. Yeah, I don't think it was forty-five minutes because you again you want to try and look at the queues and if you do know or if you can think of what the queues are like. So like. Pirates of the Caribbean is quite a fast-moving queue because you can fit such a high quantity of people in the boat. Yeah. Then you've got Buzz Lightyear's and Phantom Manor, which are consistent loaders for the most part. So their queues are also going to be quite quick-moving. Yeah. And if you're in a queue that is moving constantly, you're not going to feel it as much. Yeah, especially with the likes of Pirates and Phantom because their actual queues themselves are really long and massive like i don't think we were stopped for very long at all pirates. No. and you don't really feel it then yeah and also they don't have fast pass so you're not yeah it's just a con you're not kind of because i noticed it when we went on peter pan on the friday like if i was in that standby queue i would be so pissed off because for every because there's only two boats yeah for every, for every load there's only two and boats yeah it was one fast pass and a single and the standby queue but there was a lot of times where it was two boats from the fast pass and one like it just it didn't seem like the mix was terribly fair yeah like the for the fast pass for peter pan we really didn't wait that long at all like if i was in that standby queue i would be pulling my hair out like, and again i can understand why people get frustrated when we got in the fast so ideally i know it's more of an americanized thing to think about it but like the fast pass queue should have the normal wait time yes and when we got in the fast pass queue the wait time for peter pan's five was 80 minutes and we waited max 10 10 like yeah 10 like and i was like oh i this was way faster yeah because there are certain rides that do it probably only does half it like for instance space mountain i think it does only kind of half it yeah which is fair um star tours they tend to be pretty fair with who they pull and that kind of thing but yeah, I mean, you can wander around and you can wallow at the fact that everything's a highway or you can just pick a ride and just wait in the queue. What I would suggest, bring a power bank with you and download Heads Up. Yeah. Heads Up can get you through many things. Have stuff to do. Also, again, obviously we don't have small children, but we observe a lot in the park because it's just what we do. Like when we're in the park, we just like to look at other people and like observe what they're doing because it's fun to people watch. And there was a family in the queue for pirates and they had two little boys. I'd say they were maybe like six um and they're an irish family and they're like yeah we've run out of bribes and sweets so like the ipads have come out and but the kids were the main thing was that the kids were like happy yeah the kids were fine they were trundling along they were watching i think they were like watching paw patrol or something on their ipads they had their headphones on happy days take them off when you got onto the ride and then they don't need them again until there's like a long period of time where they have to wait yeah like also like kids are on holiday like it's not it's really not a massive deal no like the main thing is that like if your kids are unhappy, it's not fun for you and it's not fun for people around you. It's not fun for the kids. It's not fun for anybody. Yeah. So just have have your good management style coming in. Exactly. And then I suppose one last thing to kind of cover crowds and stuff like that is if it is busy, particularly in the next couple of months because there's so many restaurants that DLP are just closing for ref- refurbs, eat at off-peak times. Oh yeah, absolutely. Cannot recommend it enough. We very much ate at weird times to the point that when we were in Vapiano's before the Halloween party there was so little people that at one stage there was nobody queuing for any food yeah which I've never seen happen neither have I and like we tend to have lunch at like 12 rather than one yes we tend to always have an early lunch but that's mostly because we get up so early 
which but see that's how your your day then plans out your better day then in the long run because better. you're up at like seven quarter past seven you're in the park for eight then you want an early lunch at like 12 you again you've missed the cues then by the time you've come out of your lunch you'll find the wait times will have dropped minimally because people are all then going for lunch yeah so like it really just it has a really big knock-on effect yeah and bring snacks always bring snacks because like the cues for some of the stuff in dlp like you could be waiting like what did we wait? we had like half an hour for hot chocolate and donuts we did which is crazy we did but then that's another thing is like don't be afraid to just like stop and just be like okay this next hour we're not getting anything done I'm going to go get a coffee and we're just going to sit here. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid to do that. Like, I know that people will be like, oh, I need to use every moment of my time and I need to maximize everything. I know that some people won't be like that. But if you are one of those people who's like, oh, I have to maximize every single moment, just take a time. Make sure you check out the shows. Yes. There's always shows on. Um, Make sure you know the parades are on. There's always someone performing in Videopolis. And they're always Irish, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just for a minute discuss this? So when we were there the last time, we were in Videopolis and there was, what was it? The Holy Family... Holy Family School or something. Performing and they were singing. Singing a choir. Singing a choir they were. And then our first day in DLP this time around, we got there and there was some Irish group dancing. And they danced to what? Like six songs? Yeah. And every single one... They weren't full songs. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. Every single one of them either said the word Ireland or Irish, or mentioned a place within Ireland. And there's a couple clips of it in our highlights on Instagram from when we were there. And honestly, we have never had so many responses to anything we have ever posted on Instagram as we did these young ones dancing around to I'll Tell Me Man When I Go Home. And every single response was, what in God's name is going on? (laughs) It was the most... Biz- like fair play to them they're going to DLP they're performing well they are excellent oh yeah it was a great they, they, their dancing was fab it was a fine day for the parish <laughs> but it was just a case like, of like why did the choreographer have to choose every single song that says we're Irish we're Irish we're Irish we're Irish if you're Irish there's always a place for you is basically what every single song went like like it was but yeah even just sit and just watch whoever's performing in Videopolis yeah and if there's no one performing in Videopolis, they also always have cartoons playing. They do, which is always enjoyable. Like, know your escape routes is basically what we're saying. Like, you don't always have to be stuck in the middle of a crowd. Exactly. But since we've kind of spoken about food quite a bit. Yes. What did you, what did you make of the food? What was your favourite thing we ate? My favourite thing that I ate. Do you know what I surprisingly liked? What? The burrito from Fuente de Loro. Oh, very good. Because I thought the burrito was going to be like, Bleh. We're having to branch out because they don't have the load of fries. Guys, it's time. Um, yeah, but I got the burrito, which came with an ice cream, and then me and Alan got churros to share. Very good. And the burrito was actually really nice. You know the way I'm a bit weird about food sometimes. Yeah. But like the textures were all good. Um, there was a bit too much sauce on it, but I actually think that helped with like what was inside. Yeah. But like the beef actually tastes pretty good on the inside, and the chips in front of Laura are always so good. Yeah. I don't would, know why. Would honestly recommend whatever you get as a group, because we all got you and Alan got burritos, I got nachos, and then we got chips. We got chips. We got fries for the table. Can we have fries for the table, please? <laughs> um, and honestly, they were beautiful. They were so good. They're the right amount of crunchy and salty. Yeah, and like and the, the good amount of like um, squishy bits in the middle. Mm. It was good. Yeah, I had the nachos. The nachos were lovely. They have like a vegetable beanie chili thing on it. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of cheese sauce on it, which I was, it was getting a little mushy. They really like the to pile on the sauce. And I, I wish, because if you order certain things, they give you like a little sachet of guacamole and a sachet of salsa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have done with a sachet of guac and a sachet of salsa. Mm-hmm. Just as a different taste. But overall, it was nice. I think it was $13.99 um, before AP discount. And that was for a large drink and the nachos. And then I got churros as well. I actually think Fuente de Loro, if, even if you don't have discount, is actually pretty well priced. Mm. Um, it's also one of those places where if you ordered a main meal and like a set of fries, you could definitely split it. Yeah. Like nachos, if you ordered fries, you could split. Like that burrito also came with rice. And if you bought fries, you could split it. Like... I think it's important to remember just like in general with in like just tips with DLP that you don't always have to both order a full meal. It's not always necessary. Yeah. Um, so if you both just talk to the people in your party and be like, I'm not that hungry, but I could eat. Yeah. Then just split it because you're really saving money for something that or even you might be able then to try more things mm. because if you have like a small meal here and then in four hours time you both have another small meal little and often it ends up at the same price anyway and now you've gotten to try more things yeah absolutely um the cheese toasty we had was also really good the spooky cheese toasty made me so happy it was cool it was a cool thing to eat oh i loved and it and it was so simple it was just an orange slice of bread and a black slice of bread but like it just worked out so well. I have to say the only thing I missed was tomato ketchup because I like eating my cheese sandwiches to my tomato ketchup, and I thought it would have been a good you addition really are for like, like five years old, aren't you? Halloween. It just. <laughs> do you know what? <laughs> yes and no, because cheese and tomatoes go really well together. Yes. And the grown-up version I found out of this is putting tomato puree in your cheese toasty oh, and then well, yeah, toasting absolutely. it. Yeah, whereas I just like to dip it in cold tomato ketchup, which really is the same thing, guys. <laughs> But um, oh, yeah, that was. Cute. I think that was the only thing that was missing. But I felt like the guy at the stand didn't have it, so I didn't ask for it. But I just, I, I really appreciate because normally DLP do these like themed croc monsters. They've done it for Avengers. They did it for the Lion King festival, and I'm always really sad because I bloody love a cheese toasty. Yeah, cheese toasties are great. Like you can never go wrong with a cheese toasty, and they always have a big old fucking slice of ham in them, and it irks me because obviously that's already pre-made, but. I thoroughly appreciated the fact that I could actually finally have a cheese toasty and it was Halloween themed. They also had a great offer on because it was seven ninety nine, I think, for a cheese toasty and a drink. I think it was eight ninety nine. But either way, that's but still even good. still, eight ninety nine is still really good. And people be like, oh my god, it's so expensive. But if like, you go to O'Brien's and you get a sandwich and a coke, it's gonna be more than nine euro. Yeah, it's gonna run around. It's gonna run you out like eleven, twelve euro. Like yeah. obviously they're gonna be slightly nicer. I don't but know. like in DLP, like and the there was something about the bread, like it didn't taste. I was worried that if they flavoured it with, if they coloured it with food colouring, it was going to taste like food colouring and it was just going to yeah. taste rank, but it didn't. No, it was super tasty. And I was like, this is so interesting. And you like, get the like crunchy bits of cheese. Oh, it was lovely. Yes, yeah, so that was good. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed, we got the Maleficent hot chocolate and the donuts. The thoroughly donuts were really good. Um, thank you for recommending them. They're fantastic. Oh, we waited 35 minutes so, for them, but they were worth it. So, so nice. The hot chocolate was also really different. And I say that in like, a it? good way. It's not like, oh, it was different. It was like nice because you had like the jam and like the bottom and then there was like the big hunk of Maleficent thing. It was I nice. Just re- was it you or Ellen that took the big old mouthful of oh, the blueberry Oh, it was me. <laughs> so they had this I was like, like I'm intrigued. <laughs> they had basically what I can only assume was probably like dehydrated blueberries sprinkled on top. Yeah. And it was very sour. Mm. And I had said, watch out. It's and I understood sour. what you said, but I still did it. <laughs> so Kate 
took a massive mouthful of just the blueberry dust and cream. Oh, her facial expression was It was priceless. so sour. But when you mixed it all together, it tasted really good. Hmm. It was so nice. Um, I'm trying to think. I really, I mean, we went to Vapiano's. I always really enjoy Vapiano's. It was great as always. The man got our order wrong and then tried to give us the wrong pizza as well. Yeah. For free. But the pizza was literally the most disgusting. It was salmon pizza. Yeah, which I was obviously not going to I was have. like, of all the pizzas to get wrong, I was like, I probably would have eaten literally any other pizza on there and yeah. you could have just taken the mushroom one. But I was like, this is rank. Yeah, I can't. No. Um, we did go back to, as we've mentioned, we did go back to Videopolis. Oh, yeah. And we had the halloween stuff again. Had the little pumpkin. It was pumpkin. great. It was so good. Still good. Was your veggie burger still good? Yeah. Excellent. It was, it was very enjoyable. Um, yeah, and I got the same thing. We got the main meal and then I added on chicken nuggets and um, mozzarella sticks for Ellen. There's no way I could ever eat all those chips by myself. There's so just many so many chips. So many chips. So I think it's, again, it's a really good thing to just look at how much food you're getting before you buy it and have a, have a quick little look and see what the food looks like as it's coming out. Yeah. Because you'll, you can have a look and just think about it. Just think, yeah. just use your brain, guys. Yeah. Don't get caught in the Disney moment and be like, oh my God, everyone needs everything. <laughs> Just be like, okay, we could probably like half this and like save 20 quid. Yeah, exactly. We also tried, we went into the marketplace or market house or whatever it's called on Main oh, yeah. Street. I've never been in there. I've been in there once. Me and Refn went in there and got muffins and coffees one morning and it was extortionately expensive for muffins and coffee. But anyways, um, we went in there because I'd seen everybody posting about this little like, it looked like a donut. It was like a Mickey shaped donut thing as from what I could see. Yeah. And it was orange and had like a cobweb on it and had eyeballs on it. So I wanted that. So we went in. Got stuck behind the most painful people in the world. Oh my <laughs> God. If I get this, I'll eat one third and Timmy will eat the other third. But I'll take the ham out for Timmy because Timmy doesn't eat ham. And then I'll get these crisps. And then, do you think we should get two crisps or three crisps? And I was like, oh my I've honestly God. never met someone so painful in my entire and life. And then they ordered two coffees and I was like, shoot me in the head. You're two fully grown women who clearly both have children and you're incapable of deciding to just pick up three ham and cheese rolls and three packets of crisps. Which is what they ended up like eating. But Tim wouldn't eat the cheese. She's like, but Tim won't eat the cheese. I'll take the cheese out. And then she can only eat third. She's like, they're very expensive. She's like, what's this wrap here? No, I don't like that wrap. Put that but anyways. Back. Oh my God. So we get up and we go to the desserts and they had three halloween ones. They had... A cupcake. A cupcake that looked like a little pumpkin. They had a carrot cake that had orangey frosting on it, which I'm actually really sad I didn't get. Yeah, she looked really and good. And then they had this little thing. So we each got one and we got a little takeaway bag. So we were intrigued. Like, I know, because in fairness, like, I'm glad we tried it. Because, like, I know a carrot cake tastes like. I know a vanilla cupcake tastes like. But this bad boy hadn't a clue. No. And I also just, I hadn't even, I'd actually clearly had not even looked at it, really. So we brought them back to the hotel. We bought them on our way out of Disneyland as we were going back to get ready for the party. So we get back to the room and I take it out and I'm like, oh, it's green on the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) And then realised that there was like three cranberries poked into it. Poked into it is the only way I can describe it. In the back. And it was honestly the weirdest thing. It was like. I've ever eaten in DLP. Pistachio flavoured. Sponge cake. Sponge. But it's like the sponge was really compacted. And it was, it wasn't sweet at all. No. It was really weird. And then you had like the cranberries just like dotted in it. Now I have to say it did grow on me. Yes. And the pistachio with the cranberry was a good flavour pairing. But I feel like if they'd have just made the cranberry into some sort of like jam. Yeah. And like cut the thing in half and put the jam in the middle. Mm. That would have made more sense. Yeah. But like it was weird. But sure. Look. Try new things. Yeah. 
One thing that I did try, which is the stupidest thing for me to call out, but they were actually really nice. The first night we didn't have dinner, but we got snacks in Santa Fe and I bought a bag of Kit Kat white chocolate balls. Oh yeah, they're very, they have them all, they always have them in DLP now and I'm like, what are these guys? They're so nice. They're like real crunchy. They and they don't taste like Kit Kats. Not even in the slightest, <laughs> but they were very, and you get a bloody load of them. Yeah, there so was loads. I was like, give me some of those. <laughs> they were so nice. So that was kind of my little snack. Yeah, that's Enjoyed good. Enjoyed that. So yeah, I think that's everything for food. So we had, I don't actually know what her name is, but Glitter and Bows Ireland on Instagram. She asked us a question and asked what we thought of the Halloween cocktails at Disneyland Paris because seemingly she tried them and hated the witch one. Now we didn't try them on this trip, we tried them on our last trip. Yeah. I bloody love the witch one. Now I have to say, I, I tried both and I preferred the other one. But that was more so because I had more of a sweet tooth. Um, I did like the witch's one. I didn't hate it, but I did prefer the other one. Now, the garnishes were rotten. Oh, yeah, you shouldn't have eaten those. If you ate no. those, I understand where you're coming from. But <laughs> no, we, we we tried both. I tried yours. I wasn't a massive fan of yours, but you do have much more of a sweet tooth than I do. But I really enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really enjoyed it. Pretty much it. End of the Halloween season. There was merch wise there was like nothing left no really not from what i could tell a lot of the merch had been put into the tower of terror gift shop okay because i found a lot of merch that wasn't in disneyland in oh, that tower okay. of terror gift shop um like there was the chippendale frankenstein frankenstein monster beanies they oh, were in cute. there the double pack of pumpkin mugs were in there oh very good there was a couple of things in there that i hadn't seen disneyland at all so they were obviously like the only like a kind of spooky gift shop we have is the Tower of Terror one. Yeah. So as it was coming to the end of the season, they were like, we'll put everything in here. Oh, okay. I guess. Interesting. They still had like the pumpkin ears and the purple ears and stuff in that shop as soon as you go down Main Street on the right. They still Flores. had all that. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. And they had a bunch of like the villainous costumes and stuff there as well. Yes. But like there was a lot of stuff that was there on our other trip that wasn't there this trip. Yeah. I do feel like they have a problem with like good stuff maintaining the entire period. Yeah. Like if we hadn't have gone on our last trip, like the Halloween one, the Halloween mug, like the one for the season was actually sold out when we went for our Halloween trip. So we didn't actually get it. But if we hadn't have been earlier on in the season, we wouldn't have been able to get anything. We wouldn't have been able to get it at all. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to think like they had none of the trick or treat buckets, which I got. Oh yeah. They had no. none of the trick or treat keychains and the halloweeny we the Pooh pins that i got they didn't have any of those yeah they no, they did mercifully still have the are you brave enough pins so oh yeah you got the terror of terror one i got the they Earth were one. released the day after we left yeah so they still had loads of those yeah they so they, yeah, they was, were everywhere we found those in a good few places very happy they were also pretty cheap as well they were only seven quid yeah which, which i'm happy about i think hard. it's because they're not actually the most expensive ones to make they're just like flat pins. they're very big though yeah but they're just like flat they yeah. don't need like a lot of raised engravings on them or anything yeah um, but yeah, I do think it's a problem that DLP have just in relation to merch is that they need to understand like quality and quantity. Mm. Like they clearly have a lot of like costumes left over that they aren't going to sell. And a lot of the like Dia de los Muertos stuff that they had last year. Yeah. And clearly still isn't selling this year. I'm like, lads, I think you just need to do away with that stuff. Because yeah. clearly it's not selling. I think you just need to put it on sale and then get make more room for other things. Yeah. Like, I do think they need to... Stuff that's, like, year specific, I think they need to order more of. Because it clearly sells out way before Halloween. And it's, like, it's it's annoying when they do this because, one, guests are missing out. But, like, Disney's missing out on money. 
Yeah. Like, Disney could be making more money on this stuff than, like, harvesting onto stuff that, like, isn't selling. Yeah. Like, honestly, give me some more Halloween pins. Yeah. Give me a Halloween party pin. Mm-hmm. Give me a Vive la Vie t-shirt and I'll buy it <laughs> all day. And give me a Halloween spirit jersey. Yeah. Like, I just think there's so much merch that they're missing out on that every other Disney park seems to get. And I don't know if it's like a higher up. Like, I don't know if they have any control over it or if it's just like, like a decision that they're like, no, we're just not going to do it. Like, it I just also, doesn't make any sense. I also think they should get more of the Loungefly stuff in because I think if they had more of a thing with the Loungefly, they'd make a lot more money off it as well. Yeah, I hope... Like, they do have some, but... I hope that in the upcoming quarters... Yeah. They're going to start figuring out that, like, Disneyland Paris is becoming quite a hub for, like... Like, obviously, it's becoming more popular with, like, Instagrammers and YouTubers. Like, there's more, like, social media promotion of Disneyland Paris now. Yeah. Even to the point where they have, like, all these people on Inside Ears and all that sort of stuff. So, maybe they will start to grow it. Yeah. And also, I mean, we had a full-on conversation about this in the airport. Give us more spirit jerseys. That's all we want. It's really not that hard. Like... There's only... Like, at the moment, there's three colours in Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Black, rose gold, and... Oh, sorry, four colours. Because then you've also got Christmas. Because we never saw the pink one, the rose gold one. Oh, no, I saw the kids' version, but yeah. not the adults' version. And the, the thing is, they're bringing out such cute kit. They brought out a Minnie Mouse one. There's that tie-dye There's the unicorn one. one. Yeah. So nice. Like, just give us more spirit jerseys. For instance, I have my Haunted Mansion spirit jersey. Bring out a feckin' Phantom Manor one and I'll still buy it. Yeah, like, I just... I'm hoping it's, like... I don't know if they're scared that, like, the stuff won't sell or what clearly it will though but like it obviously will because stuff sells out all the time yeah. they've got people pegging it at 8am in the morning for a key yeah like come on like what more do you need like, to realise that people will buy your merchandise just give us more pretty things one thing we don't know how many times we have this rant of merch <laughs> one thing that we did get to see as part of the end of the Halloween season that we didn't get to see the rest of the whole time was the Descend Dance Party it was everything I ever needed that I didn't know I needed. It was really good. It was great. The best thing was watching the dads dance along to oh it and go, one, two, And mortifying and their children. Oh my God, it was so funny. It was a great show. I also really enjoyed the smoke bubbles, which again is a really small detail of it, but I really but enjoyed it. But they were it. great. They were really good at enhancing like the theme of it. Now, like, Descendants 3 is a load of crap. Oh yeah, I didn't finish it. Guys, I'm so disappointed at Descendants 3. We actually watched it in... So I actually don't have access to Disney Channel anymore because we don't have that package on my TV at the moment. Um, So I had no way of getting access to Descendants 3 unless I was going to do it. In and a, you had literally just said that yeah, in and the hotel room. We were watching the only English channel that's on the TV in Disneyland Hotels. And that was Disney Channel in English from the UK. And just like actually like 10 minutes after I said it, they Disney, Descendants 3 was on Disney Channel. And I was like, well, I'm watching it. Now I have to say, guys, it's awfully disappointing. I fell asleep three times. Compared to the first <laughs> and the second one. Now I know the first and the second one, they're DCOMs and they've got a very low budget and they're really set to a very low standard. But like in my brain, they're actually quite entertaining. I love a DCOM. But Descendants 3 was just atrocious so this, I have to say I didn't finish it right so I didn't get like the last 15 minutes but the song where Evie is deciding to kiss Dopey's son stop it it's like very like promiscuous I want to say like she like walks over to him picks him up drapes him over herself puts him down on the table and is like and the whole song is like should I kiss him should I not should I kiss him? it's like 
like it's a very I just thought it was like a very inappropriate scene for really yeah it just didn't feel right it was really jarring I just thought I honestly I feel like the only thing I said throughout the whole movie was like would you stop yeah it was all just very out there I feel but obviously like the Descendants franchise is now finished so I don't know Bye. But, but the Tizen dance party was great oh it was so fun the cast members that they had doing it were great the cast members were great the costumes that they had were really good they it lasted I think for like a good half an hour there was a cast member with visible tattoos yeah it was great <laughs> Like, I, th- I think it lasted, like, a good half hour. They did loads of songs from the Descendants yeah. movies. They did songs from all three movies as well. The choreography was very accurate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really screen accurate. But they also slowed it down really well. And it was really easy for kids to follow along with. Yeah. Hi- good. Good. Like, yeah. really well done, DLP. I wish they did more of those. It was a good cow there as well, because it was all the way at the back of Discoveryland. Now, it did make navigating between Hyperspace Mountain and Star Tours a little tricky. A times. little, yeah. But not overly really like oh my god what is this madness but it was good yeah. I enjoyed it and the last thing I have down here is rides now a lot of the rides are just the box standards that we would have went on anyways however we did get to go on Peter Pan which was closed the last time we were there yeah um I didn't notice any visible changes no neither did I I do think that the like the luminescence on stuff was much brighter okay because you know the way it's in it's basically it's basically a dark ride with um, it's black lit yeah, blacklit basically. And definitely like the paint on all of the characters. Yeah, it was very fresh. It was really fresh and really bright, which was great. I will say, I think it's the first time I've ever sat in the front of Peter Pan's life. It's scary. It's fucking terrifying at Yo, the front. <laughs> I can honestly feel like you're about to just like... And especially when there's like six grown ass adults hanging from the ceiling in a boat. Yeah. It's a little terrifying. Just sad. Yeah. But it was good. It was a good, um, it was a good ride on Peter Pan's flight. We also went on Casey Jr., which I've never been on. Yeah. That was fun. We got to sit backwards. It was great crack. Guys, if you're going on Casey Jr., ask us to sit backwards. It's actually a bit of a thrill. <laughs> so you have to be in row, like the last row of nine. Yeah, I think that's the only one that goes backwards. It's so fun. It was really good. Just pissing around. It was great. Oh yeah, it was fantastic. Um, we, on the Friday before we came home, we went to studios first. And because we were, there was maybe 30 people ahead of us getting into studios. Yeah. We were like, feck it, will we go to Crush? Yeah. And boy, did we go to Crush. We went to Crush. Now, even with the even with the breakdown, it still wasn't that long of a wait. No, it wasn't, but so it didn't break down. <laughs> we got into the queue and we were actually, I'd say about, we'd queued for maybe 10 minutes. We were at the turnstiles. Yeah. So we were like 10 people away from getting into a uh, shell. The ride stopped. There was a bunch of panic on a bunch of people's faces. And then the main lights came on and all the music stopped and all the noises stopped. And basically the ride broke down we never found out why but they weren't clearing the queue so in my mind I was like until they clear the queue they obviously think it's something that they can fix and reopen I think it took them like 20 minutes like it felt like ages because we weren't moving at all but it was also so interesting because you could see cast members just going to get guests oh yeah that was really fun well I say really fun like we weren't there but like we weren't in the ride but it basically went from the ride operator who was watching all the screens had an immediate shutdown then a bunch of the cast members who I've never seen so much as I saw on this trip between mm. Oogie Boogie and this cast members in the black zip up jackets that just say Disneyland Paris on them. Like they don't have any name badges on or anything. They're clearly like 
a special unit. Yeah. Um, a bunch of them came in with the fire. I've also rescue. never seen so many fire and rescue cast members. No, so many. So many. Yeah, it's gas that like you'll never see them, and then you see them all, all on one trip. Honestly. And then they were all talking for ages, and there was people who were on a shell that were just about to go into the ride, and they were able to evacuate them. They gave them fast passes, and they were like, "You can use these on any ride." And then at one point they obviously made the decision. They were like, we have to get people off the ride. And then it was literally like, boom, 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 boom. Like people just like ran like into the track to go and get people. And I was like, this is so interesting. Yeah. But then that was it. They got people off. I'd say they had like a 10 minute safety check loop. And then that was it. And then everyone was. Yeah. You got to go on a backwards. Yeah. I was, I, I, yeah, I was like me and Alan should go on a backwards. It was fun backwards. It's intense. Yeah. But it was, it's a good ride. Now I will say what I said to Sinead is that it's weird because the very front bit is quite themed. But then when you actually get into it, because I actually had my eyes open this time. I usually actually have my eyes closed on Crush because it's so like whippy. But like the in-house building of Crush's coaster is awful. And it, it's funny because the episode that we'll be releasing in a few weeks with Nathan and Kiva, that's exactly what they said. Because they really enjoyed the theming of the queue and all that kind of stuff. And when you first go through it... Because it kind of has like some dark ride elements to it. Yeah, it it does, yeah. And then it just, all the theming's gone. It's just a building with like an inside coaster. Yeah. But like the lights aren't dark enough. So there's just like... No, you can see everything. There's just like pallets of crap everywhere. Yeah. And there's like random bits of netting and stuff. And I'm like, Mm. oh, this is weird. Like it needs to be darker with better lighting. Or they need to theme the actual coaster a bit more. Yeah. But it's a bit of a letdown when you actually realise what's going on. Yeah. I think then the only other kind of ride thing we wanted to mention was that we went on Cars. Yes. What is the full name of Cars? Is it Cars Royale? Car- Royal- Car- I feel like there's Quattro in there somewhere. Is it, Qua- is it Quattro Royale? Cars Quattro Rally. Huh? Cars Quattro Rally. Okay, cool. Um, I think it means Cars for Road Rally. Maybe. I think that's what it means in English. I could be wrong. Either way, that was down for quite an extensive refurb. It the was, queue yeah. looks lovely. Yeah, the queue's very bright. It's very clean. It's very nice. There's a lot of photo ops, I have to say. There is. If you're, like, prepared to, like, let loads of people run past you because apparently, God forbid, you stood there for two seconds to take a photo. But, hey. Um, yeah, and then we got on the ride. <laughs> it was three adults, and it was a bit hit and miss whether she would let us all in the same car or not. Because she was like, are you all adults? And I was like, she's 16. <laughs> So my sister's 17. Which was a lie. But I was like, she's 16. She was like, oh, well, then you can all go in one car. But like, if we just said Ellen was 18, that meant we had to split, even though she hadn't changed height or weight. Imagine having to go in one of those cars by yourself. And you're not a child, like. (laughs) So anyway, we all got into one car. And the safety belts are so long. They're so much better. You don't have to ask for an extender anymore. But like, they're just, but they're huge now. And I'm like, oh, wow, look, it fits an adult. Yeah. So if you, because I went on it once beforehand and they had to give me the extender thing and I, which is stupid, but I was mortified. Yeah. And I get that like, if you are anyone that has any form of hips or anything like that, it would not fit you. Like any hips. We're not talking about yeah. like any, like anything, spe- just like any hips. Like Brefney didn't need to, but Brefney's a beanpole. But I was mortified and it kind of completely put me off wanting to go on cars yeah so even when we were in the queue i mean you could tell i was like hopefully it'll actually fit us yeah (laughs) but no it's totally fine so if you had been put off 
I think it's because I saw so many adults getting in the back yeah. where there was loads of them. Like there was two fully grown adults and there was no issues and I couldn't see anyone holding them. Yeah. And I was like, I think we're going to be fine. Yeah. So if you had been put off going on cars because of the seatbelt situation, you're all G. It's been completely rectified. Yes. It, the thing is like, I actually pulled it all the way out to see how long it was. It's massive. Yeah. Like it went out of the like actual car, I think. Yeah. It's like, so. it's, it's huge. So there's, there's loads of room. You're all G. I just gave the mic a thumbs up. Nobody could see it. I saw it. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's everything for for the trip. Yeah. Our flight was side today coming home, but there was nothing really we could do about that. Yeah. But the, the transfer back home with Prestige was beautiful. Perfect. It was grand. Watched Frozen again. Yeah. It was fine. Question. Are you feeling a bit Disney fatigued? Slightly. Um, I do think those two trips were, as you said, were... A bit too close. A bit too close. But I am excited to go back again in two weeks. I think because it's Christmas. Yeah. And it's going to be different. And it'll just be me and Ed. So that'll be different again as well. Um, So I'm not worried about going in two weeks. Because I know I'll still have a good time. Yeah. But I do think that going so close in the same season is probably a bit too much. Yeah. But like it's fine. Because there was we couldn't get around it. Because we knew we wanted... Like we had the sick people trip booked before we ever thought about going for Halloween. Um, so yeah, we, I'm not annoyed that we did it and I'm not yeah. sad we did it, but by the end of the last day, I was kind of like, oh, I'd quite like to go home now, like in the middle of the day. Like I felt like we did need to stay till the yeah end of the day, but it's fine. It's like you live and learn with stuff like this. Like I agree. If we are going to go so often ever again, we definitely don't need to get the earliest flight over and the latest flight back. No, but it's fine. Like you just learn. I will just say, yeah, it was very nice getting to see people V another couple of times before we left because in honestly no Kate <laughs> no but it was equally amazing getting to see our little scalabase but no I honestly like that Vive La Vie song it just like it gets into your bones my bones yeah like I just I love it so much it puts such a smile on my face like we were like let's ask the parade again it's <laughs> such a bop even even like there were times that we we seem to constantly run into the parade. Yeah, we seem to always want to cross the hub when the parade's when the parades on. We're like, oh, we'll just cut across the hub, and we get to the hub, and we're like, wait, never mind. <laughs> but I mean, just meant we got to have a bop along to the song, which is just yeah, it gets it's really so, it's stuck so in your great. Head. Ellen was singing up by the end of the trip. She was. Yeah, I think it's impossible not to. It just it really gets to you. Yeah, it's good. So that's everything for this week for this episode, guys. Uh, tomorrow's episode. Tomorrow's episode. No, next week's episode is a big surprise. To everyone. To everyone, because we don't know what we're going to talk about. Yeah. But sure, look, when it happens, we'll find something good to talk about. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're going to jump straight back into the ride thing yet, and like the lands, because we have something else planned for the week after. But we'll find something fun to talk about. And who knows, with Disney, something might pop up in between now and then. Exactly. That'll, that'll keep us occupied. Exactly. So thanks very much for listening, guys. As always, feel free to check us out on Instagram, at Pod. Send us some DMs. Let us know if you're listening. We always love hearing from you guys. Yeah, and people seem to message us more often now, which is Yay. fantastic. Friends. Um, yeah, and if anyone you know went to the Halloween period, get them to give us a buzz and on Instagram. And we love sharing other people's opinions about things. Or if you're in town and you're able to go to D350 down in Grafton Street, have a little gook and tell us what you guys think. Because we have very one-sided opinions because we were cast members and we worked down there when it oh, was... Yeah the basement before D350 but having like a complete outsider view of someone who's never worked in there would also be really great yeah absolutely so yeah thanks for much for listening guys goodbye